are listening to Book Nuts. Hello and welcome to episode number 28 of the Book Nuts podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about animals. No, I'm just kidding. We talk about books. Prefer, eh, we listen to audiobooks. You don't know why. Go back to episode number one. You'll find out why we prefer audiobooks. You can read the book to follow along. Whatever you want to do, you want to join us, let us know. Speaking of that, the us part, the better half of who I'm with every week. The one, the only, and I'm really thankful there's only one, Mr. And when I say Mr., I mean a capital M and a capital R. Jonathan Nadu. Boom. How's everyone doing? Thanks for having me on, Tracy. Uh, I am doing awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, can't complain. Uh, last few days I've been having headaches. Don't know why. I think I've been sleeping wrong. I uh, woke up today, not one in sight. So uh, I wonder if you're dehydrated. No, I make sure I keep hydrated. Uh, have you ever heard of Advocare? No. Uh, well, it's like a supplement company. You know, they make like energy drinks, but they're pretty healthy for you. You know, they still got caffeine in them, don't get me wrong. But, but they put trace minerals in them and they make them healthier than just like drinking a monster okay drink uh they have one called rehydrate and when i was getting i love their spark product think of a cup of coffee okay uh that tastes awesome but it's a cold drink and it doesn't like make you wired it just like really focuses you in the best way i can describe it Mm. what it does to me is you know some days you get that lazy feeling uh it totally gets rid of that to me that's um, cool. But they had another product. That I said, oh, let me try it. It's called Rehydrate. Love it. They got a cherry limeade one. Oh, my goodness. So uh, I drink one or two of them a day to make sure because I know me out in the 100-degree heat. Exactly. So it's not that. Just I think I was just sleeping wrong. Had a headache. Woke up totally gone. Uh, not only that totally gone, I want to get on the loudmower when we're done recording here. So, uh, yeah. Oh, before I forget, if you hear something in the background kind of gargling hacking noise that's my dog she's getting pretty old and unfortunately she's probably doesn't have too long with us and i don't have the heart to kick her away from me she always comes up next to me and we records when i record so i don't have the heart to kick her out of the room so if you hear some of that apologize that's what it is uh it's just the nature of living and lying living and death just that's what it is uh, but yeah but before we get into the book last week I almost forgot to mention it. I didn't till the end, but I want to do it right now. And I heard no one did it. So I want everybody to pause this podcast right now. <laughs> Open up Google Plus or Twitter. Send a tweet or a message to Door. Tag a minute, but just say, bother, bother, bother. That's it. That's all you got to do. And I'm done. I almost forgot about that last week. Yeah, yeah. Door loves those messages. So if, if he doesn't get any throughout the week, he feels like no one loves him. Exactly. So, anything new up in uh, Northeast up there? Whew, uh, yeah, one exciting thing. I actually filled in, I put in my application to go to Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. All right. That is very, very cool. Uh, and I'm not worried you'll get in. I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even going to worry about that. So, I'll still pray for you, but I'm not, I'm not even worried. So yeah. uh, I, I think all I got to do now is get in my uh, transcripts from uh, Worcester, and uh, we'll be good to go. That's the last thing I got to get them. Exactly. Uh, one thing I started doing is, and everybody knows I got the farm, but still a geek at heart, and I always try to stay relevant and stuff like this. And 
I really knew my Linux skills was dropping. And if I ever want to get back into the workforce, I would love to be a sysadmin. So what I did was I started looking at different training online. And have you ever heard of Linux Academy? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I signed up for there. It's a subscription-based. And besides just Linux stuff, which is really good, good video-based, you have... Uh, a server you can VPN to to practice, and that's how it's graded. Uh, you know, they check to see if you've done the work. But besides uh, Linux, they also have stuff on Amazon Web Service, OpenStack, some DevOps stuff, Azure, which is becoming bigger in the corporate world, and uh, some stuff on like big data, like data mining and stuff like that. So they just don't have links. So it's pretty good. Uh, they're not advertising for us. If Linux can, if you want to advertise for us, email me, tracyfpodnest.com, <laughs> yeah, exactly. please. But I just thought I'd pass it on as a nugget out there. Yeah, no, they, I know. I signed up for their class like a couple, a couple years ago to check it out because they actually sponsored, I think it was either the last year at the Northeast Linux Fest the year before. And uh, at that point, it was really well put together. You could download the audio. You could watch the video. Like you said, you can VPN into the server, and you can take tests, and they grade on it. It, it was really well put together. And that's what I liked. It's it's really good. So I did start with their like basic Linux one. Uh, most of the stuff is yeah okay okay, but it's some of the stuff you kind of forget about since I haven't done it in a while. Like oh yeah, especially some of the command line stuff. So yeah, like the like head and tail and stuff like that. Exactly, and all the stuff you pipe, you can pipe. Yep, it, yep. It, it's the stuff you don't use, you forget, and that's what that is. And then uh, so uh, will I get certified? I don't know. And I might take a look at some of that Amazon Web Service stuff. Uh, that is starting to become big in some businesses. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That wouldn't be bad either, because if you know some Linux and some web service stuff, that makes you a little marketable. Absolutely. But this is not a job or computer show. This is on books. Okay, before we continue, uh, the book we're going to review this time is The Born Identity by Robert Ludlum. Yes, this is the same as the movie. We'll get into the differences later, but that's what we're going to talk about now. The next book we're going to do for next week is called A Shadow in Summer by Daniel Abraham. Uh, new, uh, <coughs> excuse me, a totally new book. Uh, I, I stumbled across it a while ago, and it was just on one of my lists to read. Uh, this is a series as part of the Long Prince Quartet series. So we'll find that out, <laughs> let you know. It's a love story. Tracy told me it's a love story. Yeah, it's a love story. So, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm sure there might be a, two characters in love in there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, far as I know, this really could be a love story. I don't know. <laughs> I, I read the summary, and I don't think it is. But if it is, well, we'll have to stick it out because we said it there. So uh, Tracy's having us read erotica now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'd be out. I'll just say people I started, I couldn't. <laughs> so, yeah, but... Uh, Basically, sounds like a good story. Uh, I remember when I said it, uh, I read the whole plot, and it said, that sounds pretty good. And it is a series. Uh, it came out the first book in 2006, so it's not that long ago. So it's still pretty recent history. So, yeah, so that will be the one we go next time. And if you want to go ahead, it takes you a little while, two weeks from now. And Jonathan brought this up before we should do this one. Because uh, you said your cousin was it your cousin. Yeah, yeah, my, my yeah. cousin was a huge fan of this uh, this series. 
Yeah, it is The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. Uh, it is a series, uh, the Wheel in Time series. The first book in that is The Eye of the World. Now, there is a couple prequels. We are not doing the prequels. We are going to do them in the order they were published. So the first book is The Eye of the World. And this Wheel in Time series has been literally on my list for over a decade. So oh, wow. I'm actually looking forward to this. Uh, getting to read that one so those are the next two so if it takes you a while to knock through a book you can go to that one if you want to join us on this one please email me tracy at podnuts.com uh, and we'll schedule a time where you can join us to go over one if you want to do a book that you've read already and you know the details on it let me know we'll get you on we'll try to knock it out so we can review the book with you on there we do want to open this up to more people besides besides just us and besides that, we would really, really like you guys to go to podnuts.com slash Amazon and go ahead and buy something on there. It's the same price. You all know that. Help support Door and everything like that. Even if you're going to buy something really, he doesn't know who buys what. He just sees, you, he can see what people buy. So my challenge to people out there is to buy something really, really, really weird. Okay. Yes. Where you look at the list and it's like, who in the world would want that? Uh, you know, like uh, the shake weight. Come on. <laughs> so, so I'm like, you know, just something really weird. Like somebody actually bought that. That's what I want. So <laughs> Doris kind of like, he, he doesn't know who, like you said, he won't know who did it. So uh, that just makes it the more fun part. So yeah, now that we got that part out, we are going to get into, there's going to be, we'll tell you when a spoiler comes up. When the spoiler comes in, you won't miss anything after that. We talked about everything pertinent before that. So we are now going to get into the high-level book down of The Born Identity by Robert Ludlum. All right. The Born Identity, Robert Ludlum. Now, if uh, you know the whole... If you know the... So a lot of people might know this because of the movies. The first three. The Born Identity, uh, The Born... Supremacy. Supremacy and The Born Ultimatum. Uh, those were written by Robert Ludlum. He died. Somebody else started writing the books after that. Now, you can tell by reading book one, you could have a book two, but it's not like a cliffhanger. Because there was like eight, ten years between book one and two. The first book was written in 1980. Long time ago. And you kind of know that by some of the stuff going on in the book, some of their technology they're doing yeah, in there. Yeah. Uh, but if you're thinking it's like the movie, no, 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 no. Um, basically, what it has in common with the movie is he's a male. He has amnesia. It started when he was on a boat, and he meets a girl. Wow. Other than other than that, <laughs> that's about it, really. Have you seen the movie? I've never seen the movies. I, I knew. Okay. I, I mean, I knew of the movies, but I knew, I didn't know anything about what the movies were about or anything. So I went into this uh, this totally, you know. In the dark, so to speak. Okay. So yeah. Now, the Born Identity, I will say, is one of my favorite movies. Uh, they're great. The whole series, I love them. Uh, good action, uh, not overdone. Uh, Matt Damon does a good job, you know. But uh, it, it's really good. Uh, uh, really good movie series. The book is a lot better. Uh, we will get into that in the spoilers. I really can't. But the whole thing on this premises was. Uh, this doesn't ruin anything in the book. The high level down is uh, he kind of wakes up and has amnesia, remembers nothing, absolutely nothing. He finds out uh, he's an assassin, 
and people are trying to kill him. That's about all I can really say without spoiler. Uh, if you've seen the movie, it, it is a little different. I'll get into that after the spoiler section. But without spoiling stuff, uh, that's about it. Uh, anything else top down you can look at? Uh, well, for for me, this I mean, even for me reading this book at the rate I do, it was, it's a twenty like twenty two hour book, and so. Honestly, like I'm normally pretty quick when I'm like reading through stuff and I can pick up on the plot and stuff. I honestly had to have been like halfway through the book, like up until about halfway. I, I was seriously kind of like, why am I still reading this? Like it, it, it was just hard to kind of like really pick up and see what was going on. But finally, about halfway through, I it finally clicked for me and I was like, aha, the light bulb went off. And so then the rest of the book was much more. You know, enjoyable. I'm gonna have to go back now and read. You know, the first half again. But you know, so for me, it, it took a while for it to get going to like really before some of the the, the things start, the blocks started falling in place for me. And uh, it, it was a little bit of a hard read at first because there's like all this detail, but they're leaving out a lot at the same time. Yeah, uh, it's uh, this won't ruin it here, I don't think. But right about the time it really picks up, about the time he gets to Paris. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, when exactly. it really picks up. Now, uh, the writing style, me and Jonathan really like how they tell stories, and that sets up the book. This was not done like that. This was written different stories to set it up. Now, to Robert Lullum's credit, I don't know how he could have, because the whole plot of the story is him having amnesia and not knowing squat, not knowing yeah. who he is, who his friends, who he's working for. Is he the boss? Is he not the boss? You know, what his mission was, what his mission is supposed to be, all of that. So it would have been really hard to kind of storytell like we enjoy. So the first part of the book, you are right, it, it it's slower. But as soon as you get to Paris, stuff really picks up. And then that's probably, I'm guessing, about the 7 to 10 hour time. Yeah, yeah, that's what um, I'm saying, about so halfway you, through. Yeah, so you still have over half the book where it's just action, 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 action almost. Yeah, well, I mean, it's even action, even in the first half, but you, you, you're sort of in the dark in a sense. So you're just like, all right, there's all this action going on, but I, I don't get it, you know? And this won't give anything away. We'll get into it in the spoiler. But there's something else going on with him other than the amnesia, which that was the confu confusing part for me. And then once that finally got straightened, I was like, okay, now I get it. Exactly. So before we go on, I give this a solid nine. Uh, long book. Uh, if I go down to eight five because it was so long, but I don't I shouldn't grade against le length of books is good or bad. Uh, I don't grade against them as short, so I won't when they're long. But I give it a solid eight and a half nine, just solid good book. You should read this, even if you saw the movie. It, it's different, so it won't uh, really cause any problems there. Uh, what do you give it? I would have to land right where you were. Uh, you know, I've never saw the movie, but. I'm almost afraid to watch the movie because there's no way it could be as detailed as this book was. No, no. If, to, to tell you guys in the non-spoiler section here, uh, the movie is about an hour 40, hour 50, I'm guessing. Uh, it would really have to be like Lord of the Rings, three two-hour movies yeah, uh, yeah. to get this in. It really would, So, which would have been fine with me. Uh, I think more movies should do that, but movies are so afraid to leave people hanging where they get mad, they don't do that. So it, it's it, it's kind of sad, you know. Uh, 
if they if some movies were thinking like a long movie, a four hour movie, break it up in two parts, play one for a month, film it all, and the next month start the second one. So yeah, if it's yeah. in the, and then play the first movie the second month, so they're both a month together, then the second one will trail a month. So they're in the theaters three months, uh, two movies, and you know, I think that would be something new that movie people could bring out. Yeah, no, it, it was. Uh... It is an exciting book. Like I said, you just have to, and some people might enjoy the first 10 hours, but for me, I was just like, ah, I just, I was like, by now I should know what's going on, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's, as best I can describe it is, the first 40% of the book is a drama with little action, and the last 60% is action with some drama. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of sums it up, so. Cool. Anything else before we get to the spoiler? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right. All right. All right. Uh, let's get into the spoiler section right now. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry for coughing in you guys there. To get right into the difference between the movie and the, the book. The movie is basically has amnesia, wakes up, the government is trying to kill him. Okay. The book is, he wakes up, amnesia, the government's trying to kill him. Oh, by the way, he is also a hitman. Oh, by the way, another hitman is trying to kill him. So you got two other whole big plots in the book that aren't even in the movie. In the, in the movie, basically, Treadstone, uh, the government agency is trying to kill him just to keep him quiet. And that's mm. pretty much it. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing about, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Jason Bourne? Yeah, not Jason, Carlos. Carlos, yep. The whole thing of Carlos isn't in the movie One Iota. Not oh, there. So that that's like the whole book? Yeah, and him being Kane isn't in the book either. The only thing you hear about Kane is, one, if you go back, I believe one of his fake passports says Kane in it. That's okay, it. Okay, okay. Not, nothing else. So... And in the movie, the girl he meets is, uh, you don't really know if she's German or Swiss. You really don't know. Um, she speaks German, but it, so do a lot of Swiss people. Yeah, she was Canadian in the book. Correct. And French-Canadian. So yes, she yep. really, yeah. And uh, let me look here. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and the one thing about him being, uh, you know, a hitman or, you know, an assassin he also was he was an assassin for the government and the reason why they're trying to you know come after him is because they think he went kind of like off the wire they say like where they he turned on the government and so that's why they're trying to take him out right uh marie saint jacquettes that's yes, who i was yeah. trying to think so marie is who he kidnapped now in the movie he didn't kidnap he just offered for needed a ride and gave her cash in the book, he kidnapped her. Yeah, he did. And she realizes after he saves her life that, wait, he's or something to him. And like in the movie, they kind of fall in love, yada, yada, yada. But the whole big plot of the story in the book is, starting off, is Amnesia wakes up, doesn't know who he is. A doctor nurses him back to health for like six months. It yeah. wasn't just like one or two, three days in the sea like the book. You know, six months as doctors trying to help about. Well, found a little microfish. That's how you know this was old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Embedded into his hip, I believe. Yep. And took it out, and it was a Swiss bank account. Goes to that bank after he's a little better, 
and basically it's worth five million dollars it's like seven and a half million franc yep the banker uh recognizes him calls him by his name jason Bourne. so he realizes that he goes in uh finds out there's five million dollars in there so he takes the cash and through this marie who is a financial person from canada who's there on a conference helps him divert this money so it's almost untraceable yeah, yeah where they can't really find it so he can have some cash and he takes some cash and gives it to some people that helped him out before and everything like that but the whole plot of the story is when he wakes up he finds out people are trying to kill him uh somebody by the name of carlos who is an assassin is trying to kill him he doesn't know why the government u.s government's trying to kill him he doesn't know why and to find out, he is actually, was a project, uh, what was the name of the project in Vietnam? Medusa. Uh, Medusa, thank you. Where it was some, uh, they were highly trained people that would go behind the lines to cause economic and social unrest in Vietnam. And the Viet Cong. Exactly. And he was one of them, Project Medusa. It was like in a black budget type project. Now... How I knew Robert Ludlum had something to do with researching on this was me being in the Army. Part in the book, they called him Cain because the phonetic alphabet in the Army, you know, is Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. During the Vietnam War, most GIs did not use Charlie. They said Cain. They did not want to say Charlie because that's what Charlie was also a slang. Yeah, the, the Vietnamese the were Viet Charlie. Yeah, for the Viet Cong were Charlie. So... They said Kane. Well, I knew that because when I was in the Army, a lot of the old Vietnam people were older and just starting to retire, and it was an unwritten rule that it, if somebody would say the phonetic alphabet, you'd correct them on the spot, but if they would use Kane, you would correct them because it was almost, I don't want to say you could use both, but if they were older, you knew why they did it, so you didn't correct them. You just let them use Kane instead of Charlie, just the way it was. So... So I knew he had some, at least a lot of research for this. So, finds all that out, then finds out through digging, and there's no way we can go through this whole story, guys. Oh my goodness, no. We would take be... three hours. <laughs> yeah. So, after some maneuvering, going here and there, he finds out, he's actually working for the government still, this cane person who he was a hitman with was all a big farce it was to draw this carlos person out so they could take this carlos person out the government right so seeing all this and that he tries to find a way out peacefully uh and that doesn't happen so he finds a way out forcefully <laughs> yeah. um, so coming up through this book he kind of finds he, he's starting to put pieces together what is Treadstone, who is Carlos, who he is, kind of what Medusa is a little bit. He still didn't know a lot. And it's who's coming... Jason Bourne, because that yeah. wasn't even his real name. Correct. Who's Jason Bourne, why he's there, and all this. Uh, it comes down to really kind of the beginning of the end is when he gets called, and he's trying to turn himself in, so he goes to the cemetery... And he sees, oh, there's an, a hitman up by this Coliseum. So he doesn't kill him. What he does is he knocks him out, but he breaks all his fingers so he can't use any of his guns. And he yeah. kind of throws <laughs> the guns to the side. Then he goes to meet with this liaison guy who's saying, no, you turn. And Jason's like, no, I had amnesia. I did not turn because the Carlos guy 
is setting Jason Bourne up to make him right. look like the bad guy all along. So then it turns, and I'm done talking. I'll let you finish the book. <laughs> Yeah, and so the, the 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 I'll get I'll get to this one point. This is where I was like, okay, the, now this makes more sense because not only did we'll just call him Jason for now. Jason Bourne had amnesia, but they pulled him out of the Medusa project and then put him under this rigorous like three year brainwashing where they they basically changed. That's why it's called like Jason Bourne, the Bourne identity because. Jason's real name was uh, David something and David Webb, but David Webb died within the Trendstone facility because they erased him and turned him into somebody he, he wasn't. And that's why they gave him the Jason Bourne identity because he was to go in, infiltrate, and find Carlos to pull him out, like Tracy was saying. So when Jason has amnesia, not only is he battling, like, who am I, but his ba his brain has been totally scrambled also. So he's battling with amnesia and battling with the scrambling that has happened to his brain in, in the past three years. So it's like his mind is a total wreck. And so that's why he's even more messed up than he would be if he had amnesia. Exactly. Now, that part is the same in the movie. Treadstone does kind of scramble his brain. Okay. And, and so, so eventually, like you said, he starts kind of putting pieces of the puzzle together. He starts kind of like... You know, he, he since he is like a, a pretty high high ops, you know, sort of um, behind the scenes kind of worker. You know, he worked on Medusa and knows how to do things kind of like beyond behind closed doors. He knows how to push buttons with people within the government and how to get things from them. So he starts working his way through the chain of command, finds out where this Treadstone place is and wants to go there because he thinks like his mystery will be solved if he can get to the actual Treadstone building. And so he makes his way there and Carlos is also there because Carlos knows that Jason's in New York trying to do what he's doing and so basically this whole you know showdown happens within Treadstone at the end the, the people within the government finally realize wow you know what he really does have amnesia like because they thought he was lying he had disappeared for six months no one had heard from him and so they thought okay he, he's gone off he's he's gone off the off the range here he's off the wire he, he he's he's turned against us we need we need to take him out because he knows too much and but that wasn't the case he 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 did call in trying to say to them look i i don't remember you know i don't know who i am i have amnesia and so they thought he's playing a game but so finally at the end they realized Oh, I wasn't lying. He does have amnesia. And so they're trying to save him instead of kill him at the end. And then, uh, you know, obviously he lives because there's multiple movies and books. But, you know, so there's a big showdown at Trendstone in New York between Carlos and Jason Bourne. Whoops, sorry, I thought I lost it there. Uh, yeah, it, like we said, this book ends in a way, it sums the story up, but... It leaves a little wiggle room if there was a second book, but a yeah. second a second book isn't forced on it, but it isn't left dangling. Yeah, uh, there, there is closure for sure. Yeah, so uh, you could tell. Plus, the years between the second book was an afterthought. Uh, I yeah. think that's one of the reasons this was so long. I think if he knew this was going to be a series, I think this would have been three books. Oh yeah, this first book totally would have been broken up. I think or done in a different way for sure. Yeah, so I, I think this, you know, uh, it, if he knew what it was really going to happen, I think the amnesia and him battling uh, Carlos would have been the first book, and then the government coming in w with Carlos would have been the second book. Uh, I, I think that's how they could he could have did that, but that was, it was just a single book option for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
reading a little about this book, he said he got the idea. Uh, he woke up from something I forgot, and he something happened, and he actually had amnesia, but it was only like 18 hours. Oh, wow. And he was already a writer, so he was like, dun, 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 I got an idea. <laughs> so, so that's where he was. Now, you could tell the technology in this book, walk into pay phones, yeah, uh, yeah, that was dial funny. tone phone, uh, no pagers. Uh, no cells. Uh, really, um, there was computers, but they were these big clunky things sitting in the back of the bank. Uh, so you could tell the, the time period it was a lot different. So when you read it, don't hold that against. That's just what it was yeah. then. So are you glad I told you to listen to that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I said, it, it, the first 10 hours, so I was just like, oh, I, I, I just had to keep powering through. I, I even sped it up even. I tried speeding up even more. And uh, I couldn't. <laughs> so, I <was> like, <laughs> so what? What did you speed it up to? Well, I had I had it at four, and I was like, I mean, that's as fast as I can go. But I was actually going to put it into uh, socks on Linux, and I was good because you can speed it up through the command line socks. I was if you could just take a break and literally speed up the entire file to at least like five x just to get it going faster. Because I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, speaking of that, and you're right. This is a twenty plus hour book. And the audiobook guy even was talking pretty fast because I'm normally, depending on the book, I'm 1.5 to like 2.25 listening to a book. I was down at 1.5 for this book, and that's about as fast as I could because then it started coming like this, and it was talking a little too fast for me, where it was kind of hard. So I had to slow it down to about 1.5 for me. So even being a 20-plus hour book, he talked a little faster than other authors, you know, did or yeah, readers. Yeah. So um, normally, I think this would probably have been about a 24, 26-hour book if he talked like other audiobook right, readers yeah. did. I think this was like, it was like 22 and change. It might have been even close to 23 hours, but it was 22 and change. I was like, oh, man. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I not that I, if I would have put it up faster, I'm sure there would have been some stuff I missed, but it was, it's more like it would have been, I would have been skim listening at that point. You know, just just picking up whatever I could pick up, and then you know, just to get it to a certain point, and I would have slowed it back down. But I I didn't do it. I just you know stuck it out. Yeah. So for book two and three, I think that'll be a book for Jonathan when he gets on a train across country or a bus across country or something like that, where he can just sit back in his chair, you know, get a big well, glass I, I, of iced tea and go. Yeah, I already started book two. That 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 gets going a lot quicker than book one, and at least since now you know what's going on. There's no more need for kind of all that buildup. So for me, book two has gotten off way faster. Yeah, and I don't think it's as long either. I think that one's only yeah, only like 16 hours. <laughs> well, it's eight hours less. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, so it's still like double compared to most books, but right. it, it is it is shorter. But I how I did like his style. Um, he's very detailed. Uh, you know a lot about. Jason, his girlfriend, yeah. he, even some characters that aren't in there very much, like the monk. You know a lot about the monk, even though he's probably in what two, three scenes. That's yeah, it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but so you really get to know him very well. So good writing style. I like the book, Solid Nine. I really recommend this, even though it, the Born Identity is one of my favorite movies. 
the book is way better than, like most, the book is way better than the movie. Uh, just as more detail. It is long. Like I said, if there's a down thing, it's long. But it's hard to criticize a book for being too long, though. Right, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't hold it against the, the his writing style and the actual story. I mean, it's long, it's long. I mean, you can't, it doesn't make it a worse story or a worse book. It just takes longer to get through it. Correct. So, yeah, so uh, that is The Born Identity. Don't forget, next time we're going to go over A Shadow in Summer by Daniel Abraham, part of the Long Prince Quartet series, the book, first book in that series. Uh, any last thing before we conclude? Uh, no, just one quick mention about The Wheel of Time. Like, my cousin describes The Wheel of Time as it's like Lord of the Rings, but better. Uh I hope so. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I haven't read yeah. any of them yet, but that that's what he says. Yeah, have you ever read Lord of the Rings? I read the first one, and ugh, that was another long book. That that's... one... That one's unnecessarily long, in my opinion. Yeah, that is one that I was saying is kind of like this, where it is long. But, now to his credit, do you know why he wrote Lord of the Rings? No. Um, England did not have, uh, like, the Norwegians and the Scandinavians had the Norse people and the Norse gods. Yeah. You know, the Germans had theirs, the Italians had theirs, the Russians had theirs. England had squat. So he took a little out of everybody's and created Lord of the Rings. So okay. he was creating a whole mythological tale, not a book. Um, I see. It became a book, but he was more writing a mythological tale. That's why in his books, if you get the full edition books, there's like a whole book that's nothing but maps, characters, oh, wow. and stuff like that. So... Yeah, it's that's why that was. He was actually creating a mythological tale. He wasn't writing a book. It just happened to be in a book form, so people started reading it. I see, yeah. And I had to read it on the Audible app, and that only goes to 3X, so that was also hampering me from getting through it faster. Okay, to tell you how much bothersome that is to Jonathan, in this next sentence, here's what it is like for Jonathan to listen to anything not at 4X. Talking real slow bothers him. You know how you just <laughs> wanted to hit me back in the head and say, go! That's what Jonathan is if it's not at 4X. So <laughs> I know, when, when I listen to podcasts, when it's not at 4X, like for you know a second or two, and I'm like, wow, it sounds like they're like on Quaaludes or something. It's funny like <laughs> to hear exactly. things at normal speed. Exactly. So all right, everybody. Uh, again, if please go to podnets.com slash Amazon, support the show. Uh, if you want to join us or a question, corrections, or email one of us, just email it to Tracy at podnets.com. We'll take care of it there. All complaints go to door. All complaints just go to door. Uh, and if door's busy, doesn't, then start emailing to Link from the Linux Link Tech Show. Yes. So uh, he'll, he'll take the complaints also. So thanks again for everybody for listening to this and taking time out of your busy schedules for not only downloading it, listening to it, getting it on your playlist. We do appreciate that. Please join us next week when we uh, go over the book we talked about before. I'm not going to say it for the fourth time. So that's it. Thank you, everybody. Everybody have a good day and good week. See ya. <laughs>